this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the FitCast. Hello, welcome back to the K-Selk and Fonz CoronaCast. We are back in action, in quarantine. What's new, Fonz? All is well. I had a ridiculous day today. Oh my God, let me hear about it. Even though you can't... Well, first of all, um, I don't know, I got two good stories. One, I was causing trouble on Facebook today. Did you see that? Um, yes, I did. You see your post. <laughs> There's nothing like while people are super anxious and angry and political, just to put out a post on Facebook that mixes religion and politics and says, let's have some fun. Yeah, it got some love. But fortunately, the, my other story is that uh, I posted that just before I started disc golfing. So I let a lot of the love just kind of... Uh, play out while I was disc golfing, which I had a great round. It was beautiful today. 70 degrees, perfect weather. I got a birdie on seven, um, which I'm happy about. I got another birdie. So uh, I've got three birdies on that course now. Congratulations. Thank you. So that was, uh, that was my beautiful, beautiful day. It was, it was wonderful. I worked till about two o'clock and then I'm like, pack up a cooler beer and head down to the, oh, I got another story, another news item. Wow, you did have quite the day. Not from today. I Fitcast, I forgot our Fitcast um, uh, listeners do not know this because last week, remember we were recording last week? Yes, J- with may, Jason, yes. Yeah, you may have seen me uh, mute myself and do a little coffin. Yeah, that's right. How are you feeling? Good. So here's the thing, and this kind of brings me to a, a existential question, which we'll ask later, but uh, yeah, I... Uh, I was about 75% ability to breathe, to fill my lungs. And I was wheezing when I was sleeping at night. I'd wake up, I'd cough, I'd wheeze. It happened for a couple of days. I'm like, you know what? There's people who can uh, check this out. So, uh, Oh my God, that sounds like the Rona, dude. Well, it might be. So here's the thing. I went, so that was, we recorded like last Friday or Friday, I think. Um and I went over the weekend. I tried to get, a, and I couldn't get an appointment till Monday. I went Monday to get the test done, the Corona test. Did you get your results? I have not. It was a drive-through. Basically, for those of you who got it, it's not great. It's not horrible, but they take like a seventeen-inch Q-tip and they tickle the back of your skull through your nose. That's basically what the process is. It is it really like through your skull? Because I hear they put it so deep that it touches your brain. Yeah, it, it touches the back of your brain. Oh, my God. So <laughs> it was uh, it was interesting. So I think I made a weird like, speaking noise while they were doing it. I'm like, ah, <laughs> at me. <laughs> You're probably but, not the first person to do that. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but no, so here's the thing. They... they told me they're like, all right, here's your instructions. They gave me a little chart to fill out my symptoms and my instructions on like quarantining. And uh, they were like, well, so here's the thing. Um, You probably shouldn't see anybody. That's cool for a while. And uh, we'll let you know in three to five days. And then I got a call at the Department of Health the next day. They said, "Uh, it'll be five to seven days, probably closer to seven. Oh my God, are they overloaded? Because we've had a lot of business lately, she said. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, seven days to get the results is not great. For for me, it doesn't really matter because I know nobody here, so it's fine. But, like, that would suck. 
So wow. yeah, that was last Monday and uh, we'll see this Monday. Hopefully I'll get, uh, hopefully I'll get my results. And I don't know what, now that my, my symptoms are pretty much gone. I just got a tiny bit of residual, but uh, my symptoms are pretty much gone. So I'm kind of hoping that uh, uh, I test positive. And that was it. And that was the worst of it. Yeah. And then I don't have to worry about getting infected or infecting other people. So, because here I am. There you go. But after we get our guest, I'll talk a little. I got a question to uh, propose to everybody. I guess that would be a good thing. If that's what you're hoping for, I'll hope for it too. Yep. Um, What about you? What's new? Well, I have not had quite as an exciting day, but um, ever since I started my new job at the end of January, I have not taken a day off. Even though we're basically working from home. I go into the office like two days a week to do stuff I have to do. Um, but I haven't taken a day off yet. And okay. I finally decided that I'm taking half a day off today. So oh. for the afternoon, I took half a day. I had to take care of some house-related grown-up business. But um, I also went for an open water swim in no. Lake Michigan. No! What's the temperature? It was 55, according <laughs> to the website, and 57, according to my watch. What about according to your face? According to my face, it was definitely not 60 degrees in there. It was definitely colder. But you know what? You get used to it so quickly. It was probably five minutes in. I was like, oh, my God, this sucks. This sucks. This is terrible. And then five minutes in, I'm like, this isn't bad. Um, But then so we would, like, go out and then come back in and then go out and come back in. And every time on the way back in, the waves would just hit you. And I got a little seasick. Um, but I'll take it over not being able to swim at all because just having that in your training, something low impact and yeah, you can run, so run, nice. bike. Like, it your, was just your, so nice. Yeah. On your leg off days, you can actually get a workout in. Yes, that too. So it was really, really nice and I felt really, really good and I'm glad that I did it. It was a good use of my time off. So. That was about, that was about the right temperature when, uh, we did that Divi try. Oh my God, do you remember that? That was so cold. Yep, yep. My mom had to go in that water. That was her first triathlon. Oh, the next day. My mom's a badass. Yeah, no kidding. Terry, we're going we're gonna to tag her here, Terry. Yeah, Boop. we're tagging her in here. We should have her on. Yeah, we can. Um, but yeah, that was my day. A little less exciting than yours, but still some good stuff in here. Yeah. You know what I've been thinking about lately? What's that? You know, we're we're doing our, our Corona casts and we're having guests on that have been on before. Do you know how long we've been doing this for? Holy shit. So it was before I moved to Austin, 2015. So I would say for almost five years. I was like, yeah, we've been doing this for four to five years. Wow. Crazy. So do you remember our very first guest that we had on? Of course, I don't remember our first guest. That was a long time ago. And I'm sure since it was in Chicago that we drank a shit ton during that cast. Um, we did. We got very, <laughs> very drunk during that recording. Oh, my God. It was insane. Oh, yeah. Our very first guest, if you do not remember, was the current leaders of November Project Chicago. Because remember, we were the November Project fit cast. At the time, that's right. That's right. Way back. And like, it was in the fall. Yes. It was not 
warm outside because I divvied <laughs> home when okay. I was way too drunk to divvy home. Um, I remember that. But we had on Kevin Waz and Andy Watt. Oh, Those were our first two official guests. God, let's call one of them up and get them on right now. Let's chat. Uh, uh, hello. Uh, I, I don't recognize his phone number. Um, Andy, Andy, it's us. It's Case Milk and Fun. Welcome. Oh my gosh. Us. Holy cow. You guys don't live in Chicago anymore. I can barely smell you. <laughs> Absolutely not. How are you doing, buddy? Things have been good? Uh, things have been indoors. Indoors. A lot. A lot indoors. But otherwise, very good. I can't can't complain and um there's a lot of a lot of positives going on right now but you know there's uh as the weather gets warmer it it gets a little bit tougher every single day to uh to to kind of protect yourself yeah that's that's fair in a city especially when uh, going outside you're necessarily close to people all the time in a city like chicago yeah for sure i uh i know chicago's been getting a lot of press because they're closing down their lakefront path. They're closing down a lot of their walking trails. But if you think about it, there's so many people around there. It's really hard to social distance when that stuff is open. So I hope you are just doing what you can to take care of yourself. Yeah, the the, the dog walks and running and stuff like that. If I'm outside of, luckily my neighborhood, I'm on the uh, Northwest side, about four miles west of Wrigley Field. And, um, it's safe to be on the local side streets. So like, I actually am avoiding people by going into the street and because there's not a ton of uh, car traffic or one-way streets that I know that I can trust. So it's, it's been easy in my neighborhood, but people that live closer to the lakefront or downtown are definitely in a much That's different it. situation. Yeah. So, like, I, I definitely feel those people that are struggling a little bit more feel that they have to, travel just to get out of their own neighborhood to do the things that they identify with being normal to. And uh, it's not easy. You know, there's, there's a lot of pros and cons to living in a big city. And unfortunately, like this happens to be a glaring uh, con yeah, for sure. uh, that, you know, no one would have really anticipated this in their wildest dreams, but we're living it right now. Yeah. How many, uh, how many pushups have you done in your home since Corona started here, Andy? You know what? It's not been about the push-ups. It's been about... The I understand burpees. it's not about the push-ups. No, no, no. It's been, a, it's been about the burpees. Okay. There's my, one of my, uh, my, my former co-leader and I, uh, for the month of May, we've held each other accountable and started a burpee training program. Oh, geez. So one of the, the things that November Project is known for is what's called a Sebastian. Oh, seven, seven minutes. minutes worth of. Oh burpees. God! Don't I hear the word and I start to cringe? Yes, oh, yeah. God. It's one of the, one of the most famous, in, maybe even infamous, infamous, infamous. Uh, burnouts that we've ever done. And uh, and Kevin really wanted to get his personal record in that. So we we kind of figured out the math behind it, how many we need to average per minute, and then we developed a training program around that. And um, and so. Uh, Monday, for instance, was a more of a, like a, we did 90 seconds of burpees followed by 30 seconds of rest for two rounds. So we figured we needed to, in order to hit the number that you wanted to, we had to average 24 burpees in 90 seconds. Wow. Um, So yeah, do a couple of rounds. And then today was more of like a speed day. 
it was 60 seconds on 60 seconds off. So of just like almost like close to max effort. Uh, so if you look, if you think about training in terms of like running um, to get bet faster at a mile, you usually break down that mile into smaller components. So we're doing the same thing with the burpee training in hopes that it actually works out. We have no fucking clue. <laughs> but at the same time, like we're, we're like, okay, we, we, we know training plans. We know how to plan for this stuff. So let's give this a shot and see how it works. So I tell you, like the, the pushups are part of it. And right. like, I'm feeling stronger than I have in a long time. As far as the upper body stuff is concerned, it's just building that endurance and has been really just absolutely painstakingly brutal at this point. And doing intervals. It's like interval burpee sets. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're 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 hoping that it's the right plan. Um, we we can very much just crash and burn whenever that that day comes that the test comes in about another three weeks. Um, but uh, we're we're hoping that um, we're 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 possibly onto something. And then again, we just may never ever do burpees ever again after this whole process is done and over with. God, I'm tired of this. This is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too much. It's too much. I like how you're taking a scientific approach. Where you're like measuring out the dosage and then doing the intervention and then you're measuring before and after. Very scientific of you, Dr. Watt. You know, we we've um, we feel like we might have learned at least one thing through the years of leading November Project, and we hope that we're smarter for it. But ultimately, we're probably just this this same two dummies <laughs> that started it that finished it too at the same time. So. Yeah, it's more so just for the camaraderie. It's one of the things, just like um, uh, doing this with you guys, is being able to see or hear those people that you're you're very close with. And this gives us an opportunity, another thing to see each other, to do something, that accountability side of things. And it's something we can also do inside or with a phone or with a computer or something like that. So, like, for me, as soon as he said it, I'm like, this sounds fucking terrible. I, and, and then my, the very next thing was like, sure, I would love to do this with you. <laughs> so that's a horrible idea. I, I know, I, you know I'm still regretting it since we started it up. So, um, but it, it's totally worth it to, you know, we're, we're, it's more so about that socialization, keeping each other accountable, cheering each other on. Um, and just, you know, gives us the, we're, we're having more conversation than we did before we did this stuff. And, you know, it's coronavirus, be damned. Like, I've been trying to do my best on a daily basis to reach out to somebody new on a daily basis. Either That's a really good thing. So, like, the, I, I'm actually, my goal is by the end of it um, to look over starting in March when uh, Chicago went under quarantine, look through all of the phone calls and text messages and tally everything up and see how many different people I was able to go through in my contacts list. And, you know, like that's, that's something that is important to me. And it's, it's too bad that it takes something like this also to initialize that type of effort. Um, But when you're, when you're so absorbed within your own life and making decisions that um, on a daily basis, like for yourself or or with your partner um, that's, it takes you out of that larger community. Like you always talk about, oh yeah, let's get together. Let's do this. Let's see this. Let's, oh yeah, we totally need to do this. And 
it just never materializes because everyone's lives are are different right time constraints and stuff it's not to feel guilty about not prioritizing like that but like these times are vastly different and so making the effort now um means a lot to myself as well as you know hopefully the the people that i connect with yeah that's awesome we uh yeah i like for my example for me we have a family zoom every thursday night at 6 30 and we never did a family zoom before all my brothers and sisters and my parents we've never done that before and now we're doing it so uh it's wonderful you know one of the themes that we've kind of seen over and over each week on the corona cast is how people are not social distancing they are physically distancing and how those two things are different. Um, so a lot of people were just talking about reaching out to others. And Andy, I love that idea of reaching out to a new person. I think that's so awesome. Um, and it just kind of fits with that theme. Like we are not socially distancing. We are physically distancing, but we are staying socially connected. Oh, I'm going to cry while you guys make me cry. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Oh, it's like watching E.T. over and over again. And you just cry because little Gertie is such a cute little actress. Oh, she really is. I know. Character, actually. All right. Um, should we get on to the fun stuff? Oh, absolutely. I wasn't having fun, so yeah. <laughs> no, I love catching up with uh, people, and we can continue to do that. But let's do it with a game. Ooh, do you have a good one planned for us, Funs? I do. I have a game, and it's... Oh. It's, uh, I got eight questions. There's four categories. Um, and our competition here is uh, I'm obviously out because I have all the answers. Between our very first of FitCast guests, Andy Watt and KSL, I uh, got four categories. Of course, we are going to have our guest pick the category first. There are two questions per category. And each, some of them have bonus questions. So if you get the primary question right, then you get a bonus question for a bonus point. So um, I will ask Andy, you got to pick a category and I will choose a question from that. Okay, Salk, you ready? I am born ready. All right, Andy, you're ready? Absolutely. All righty, Andy, you get to pick the category. The four categories are spelling bee, which happened first, fictional colleges and universities, or Save by the Bell? Which category would you like to choose? Um, fictional colleges, please. Fictical colleges and universities. All right. Andy, how old are you, by the way? I am 40 years old. Oh, you're gonna, you may get this one. Yeah, that's one of the advantages of, the, of growing up in the 80s and 90s is you got a lot of the most absurd movies dealing yep. with fake schools and whatnot and i feel like I'm, I, I should have a leg up on kristen on this one all right so i think this, you will this is actually from a television show <sighs> what was the name of the university on the tv show coach with craig t nelson do you remember this one andrew um they were the when they the mascot was like the golden eagles or something screaming like eagles it was the screaming eagles, eagles. There you go. So you already have a half point, but that is not the... Uh, it's not the school's name. Their colors were like purple and gold. Yes, very close. Yes. Oh. I want to say the school started with an M, is in Mary. Oh. You're at three quarters of a point. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, let's let's say let's say Marion College. The Minnesota State University Screaming Eagles. I, oh, that was. Damn it. That's. Uh, I feel close. I feel like I feel like I was robbed somehow, but not really. So close. Okay, Kaselk, we are on to you. Andy got three quarters of a point on that one. Yeah, I uh, would not have gotten any quarters of a point. Yeah, so you're too job, young Andy. for that one. But you may get this one, okay? Mm-hmm, we'll see. This is uh, fictional colleges and universities. In the best musical ever, comma, especially the second act, comma, Alphaba and Galinda were roommates at what fictitious college in Oz? Oh, shit. Do you know oh, my God. One? I'm, like, blanking. I know this. Do you? Yeah. It's not the Oz Just Ballroom. That's the ballroom. That's where they dance, and it is at uh, the university. Dear old shiz. Shiz is correct. Dear old shiz. <laughs> shiz University is correct. Very nice work. There are no bonus side questions on the fictitious college, fictional Fictitious? I don't know what the right word is. Colleges and universities, uh, because those are both trivia questions. But uh, nice word. KSOC is up by a quarter point. A quarter point. All right. There's been some confusion over rooming here, here at Shiz. But of course I'll care for Nessa. But of course I'll rise above it. Wow. We are not getting rid of that. That is staying in the final edit. Man, we have to send some money to Disney now. They, uh... <laughs> <laughs> gonna Andy is copyright. like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I I have never watched that musical, but I had read the book oh, before yeah. the musical was even. Yeah, and I love the book. Oh, I hate it. It is impossible. The to book read. is different. Yeah, well, different. and so uh, funny thing about the book and the musical. So, uh, Robin, uh, my partner, she had a, a friend that had an extra ticket like back in its first run in Chicago. And so Robin enjoys musicals, but has not really been a live musical person. Yep. Um, so she went to the show. She calls me at, at the intermission. And she, she goes, I didn't realize there would be so much singing. <laughs> I'm like, but it's a What did you think it was going to be? Right, it's a musical. She's like, I fell asleep, like for probably thirty oh. minutes. I'm like, ooh, come on. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is that the book is dark. It is yes. super dark. Also, a couple differences. Um, so, the Wicked Witch of the East was blind or something, but she was in a wheelchair in the musical. And there was a different love triangle in the book, and it's super dark. Also, speed bumps. Like when you're reading the book, they have all these. Aussian words and when you're trying to cruise through a book you just run into all these speed bumps the whole time and I gave up reattempt it I, I would suggest to reattempt it I think that after your love of the musical you'll probably have less of those speed bumps because right. of your understanding of, of everything and, and the language that they use as well because the same thing happens in the musical but because it's so amazing to listen to you kind of your brain's like oh yeah i I totally understood yeah you don't have to you don't have to you don't you don't stop it doesn't allow you to stop yeah all right awesome i'm glad we're all wicked fans here all right kesalk uh leading one two three quarters pick your category what is left saved by the bell 
which happened first or spelling bee? And some of these are coronavirus questions, by the way, but mm. not all. Let's do spelling bee. My husband and I had a spelling contest yesterday. Okay. And he he informed me that he doesn't know what syllables are. Oh, interesting. Like, he doesn't know how many syllables are in a word. So I had to spell out words and be like, well, there's a vowel in there. So that's a syllable. <laughs> Does he know what vowels are? Does your husband know what vowels are? You know what? We didn't. We couldn't even get there. So <laughs> no, just kidding. But it's just one of those things that it's like, if it never clicks with you in school, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> well, the... Uh... Kesok, you picked. That means you get to go first. And your first word, your, the only word you're going to get, is uh, it has a lot of syllables. So Ooh. I am going to read the word, say it in a sentence, and then you need to spell it for me. Is that cool? All right. I'm ready. All right. The word is hydroxychloroquine. The president has begun taking hydroxychloroquine as a preventive medicine, even though that isn't how it works. Hydroxychloroquine. Can you spell that? H Y D R O X Y C H L O R O Q U I N E. Correct. Very nice. Ding, 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 ding. Did I get it? Yes, you got it right. I was reading off the bottle right here. See? No, I'm just kidding. You were looking up. Doesn't everybody stock up on this stuff? (laughs) Wow. Very nice. Very nice. And this one does come with a bonus question since you got it right. Ready? Yeah. What is the chemical symbol for hydroxychloroquine? Oh, well, so it's, I don't know. (laughs) H-C-X-Y. I don't know. Uh, Incorrect. Uh, Andy, do you want to steal? You can steal the uh, chemical symbol for hydroxychloroquine. Uh, HCH2. <laughs> C18H26CLN3O. Yeah, well. Oh, that was man, my that second was my guess. other guess. That was my other guess. No, that was my second guess, Andy. <laughs> the, the bonus questions are, uh, are a little tough, but uh, KSL gets it right for spelling it right. All right. Well, I was excited about this round until that first question came up. And I'm like, oh, oh, God, this is not going to go well. Well, Andy, here you go. You're up. All right. I will say the word. I will read a sentence. I will say the word, and then you need to spell it. The word is, of course, remdesivir. In a half-hour press conference last week, the president pronounced remdesivir, remdesivir, remfisidir, and Reese Witherspoon. Remdesivir. How do you spell that? Remdesivir. Um, I think I'll go for R-E-E-C-E space W-I-T-H-E-R S-P-O-O-N. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Come on. Zero points for Andy on that one. (laughs) What did that actually spell? Reese Witherspoon. Oh. (laughs) I'm like, Spoon was in there. <laughs> I just saw a Reese Witherspoon movie this week. It wasn't very good. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama? No, I forgot what it was. Yeah, it was, it, it was not impactful. But um, you know what? You get, a, you get a point. You get three quarters of a point for uh, 
properly spelling Reese Witherspoon. So you're at one and a half points right now. Wow. We are being very generous to this Andy guy. It's not like he got us our start or anything. (laughs) All righty. Very nice work. Um, So we're at two to one and a half. Uh, Andy Watt, you get to pick the category. You're going to go with which happened first or saved by the bell? Which happened first? Which happened first? Okay. And, um, Ooh, these are tough. I'm going to go with, uh, they're good questions, but you're going to get the first question. All right. Anthony Fauci, you know, him was appointed to the CDC or Mikhail Gorbachev became the president of the Soviet Union. Which of those happened first? Fauci. Correct. 1984, the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. Gorbachev was, and get this, this is incredible. So before he was president, Gorbachev was the general secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union from 85 to 91. That's still after Fauci was... Uh, appointed. He was also the country's head of state, 88 to 91, president, uh, 88 to 89, chairman, 89 to 90, and president of Soviet Union. Sorry, he's president of the Supreme Soviet earlier, president of Soviet Union from 90 to 91. But yes, all of that happened after Fauci was um, uh, appointed to the CDC. Now, Andy, for that bonus point, Name in order the list of presidents that Andy, Andy, I call him Andy, Tony, Tony Fauci has worked for. Um, it'd be Reagan, uh, George Bush, um, Clinton, George H.W. Bush, um, and uh, Barack Obama and Trump. Correct. Although I believe you said George H.W. Bush. George W. Okay, so uh, Herbert Walker is the senior, and George W. Bush is the. Is he said two Bushes. I would give him that one. Come on. He said the same one twice. Yeah, I, I did. That's fair. I, I mistakenly named the elderly Bush twice. Three quarters oh. of a bonus point. <laughs> so, but you are at three and a half, and Kasalk is at two right now. So, Kasalk, which happened first? The Paleozoic era or the Cenozoic era? This is Earth history, by the way. Clearly. I'm going to go with Paleozoic because I am. (laughs) Because I am. Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. Oh, God. The Paleozoic era happened from 542 to 251 million years ago. Mm, Yeah. The Cenozoic era happened... 66 million years ago, we are currently living in the Cenozoic era. Well, that's why. It feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty (laughs) Cenozoic today. All right. Bonus question. Now, you you can give any answer. So you can say the era. You can say the period, which is a, which is like a subgroup of the era or the number of years approximately. Okay, well, I guarantee I won't be able to get any of those, but well, we'll, we'll give it a try. When did dinosaurs live? The Jurassic era? The Jurassic period. You get a half a point. Okay, all right. Well, I'm, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take the half a point. It was technically the Mesozoic area from 230 million to 65 million years ago. 
The Jurassic period within that era. The Jurassic period in that era, correct. Between the uh, Paleo and Cenozoic, so. That counts the Jurassic Park? Did they have parks back then? Uh, they did, they did. The Jurassic they had, Park uh, period. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it was a federal national park, so uh, yes. Uh, so KSALC is at three and tie game. We are at a tie game right now, three and a half points each. This is big. Which means we are down to the last category of Saved by the Bell. Uh, KSALC, which category are you choosing? Well, there's so many options, but I'm going to go with Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Okay, now. I'm in trouble here. I know. No, you're not because I know I've seen like four episodes of Saved by the Bell. So, oh, you know, we might be on even playing ground. Then. Yeah, we're on an even playing ground. This, this was this was on during my my younger years, but at the same, I just was never interested in this show. Interesting. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how y'all do. The second one, the second question is going to be tougher, and that is going to be the one for Andy. But for now, let's start with Casal. Uh, you can get this right. And uh, maybe get a full point. You get a quarter point for each answer. Name four actors who starred or appeared in Saved by the Bell. Four? Four. The name of the actor. What? Yeah. You didn't watch Oh, wait. The... I think, okay, I think I know two. Mario Lopez. Correct. And um, Screech was... Um... Yeah, in jail right now, but we're in trouble with that one. Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond, correct. Um, I don't know any other ones. I'll be honest with you. I, and maybe you'll say them and I'll know them, but those are the only... I know Mario Lopez. That's like... He's like the only one to do something after that, right? No, absolutely not. Really? In fact, the lead main guy has been at a bunch of stuff. It's been Later? Yeah. So, Andy, I'm going to let you steal here if you want to oh, steal. Geez. Wait, wait. K-Song, do you give up? You got those two? Um, I, yeah, I don't know who he is. All right, Andy, go ahead and steal. Paul. Paul. <laughs> Paul Walker? Incorrect. Close. Oh. No, not actually. Thank God. <laughs> this is um, how bad I am at this trivia. We're, we're actually watching one of the shows that, actually two of the shows that he's on currently. <laughs> one is the, um, uh, the. He was on a cop Blackish spinoff. Um, mixed dish. Okay. The father in that. That's really no, good. No, it's not Slater. Who is it? Slater no. was. Uh... Zach Braff. Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Never, yeah, Zach Braff. Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea who it is. I can't even name the. No, answer. you're done. Taught you. This is all on. Uh... I'm trying to help him. Okay. <laughs> it, it, the worst part is, is like I'm. I'm thinking of every other Paul than him. It's not Paul Thomas Anderson, who is a director. Um, it's not Paul Walker. We've already been over that. Yeah. They kind of look alike. No. no. Okay. They don't look alike. No. <laughs> they're both, they're both white. All white people look the same. His first role after Saved by the Bell was on, um, NYPD Blue. He was on NYPD Blue, but actually technically his first role after Saved by the Bell was Saved by the Bell, the college years. So. Yeah. Well, we won't, we won't speak. <laughs> Those were bad years for everybody. Mark Paul Gosselaar. Oh, that's it. Damn it. it wasn't, there was a Paul in there. Mark, <laughs> Mark Paul, Paul Gosselaar is his name. I have no idea who that is. He also had a, uh, a, a, a brief role on Weeds, the show Weeds. Oh. He was a bartender. <laughs> mm. 
I literally, that name does not do anything for me. So Andy, you're not going to point that. Can you name any others? Andy, got any others? Um, I, I, I cannot remember Kelly Kropinski or Kapatsky uh, or, um, or the, the, the girl that's starting showgirls. Yep. Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth. Yeah. And the, the, the black woman who is now white. Lark Voorhees. Yeah. I did not know she was now white. Tiffany. Well, you, you know what, you know how Sammy Sosa looks now, right? Oh yeah. yeah Does yeah, she yeah. dye her skin? She, she looks like him. Interesting. And she's wow. she's a she's a conspiracy theorist and alt right. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Wait, she's an alt right person because she dyed her skin. Okay, this is a whole other podcast. Let's talk about this later. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Lark Voorhees on the uh, Fitcast to see if we can call her out. Yes, <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Elizabeth Berkey, uh, Screech's girlfriend was played by none other than Tori Spelling. Oh my oh, that's gosh, right. that's right. right. I saw yeah, that I episode. That her, father's, her father was the original creator of Saved by the Bell. Aaron Spelling was absolutely, yes. And Tori, uh, Violet Bickerstaff was her name. So uh, that's it. Uh, oh my yeah, God, that was really Tori Spelling. Know. She did not look like Tori Spelling in that show though. And then the summer years, the Karosis, remember the summer years, uh, Stacey Carosi was Leah Ramini and Ernie Cabela. Remember, you know, oh, Ernie Cabela? Leah Ramini of King of Queens? Yes. She was uh, in the summer episodes of, uh, of Saved by the Bell. She was Stacey and her dad, Ernie Cabela, who's also a, a well known actor. So uh, there were a bunch of others, but I figure you wouldn't get those. So those are the only ones that got points. But anyhow. Um, yeah, well, you were right because we didn't Kays- get very many. Kaysal gets a half point. So you are leading four to three and a half right now. Um, All right, Andy, you're going to give a point that's worth at least a half point here. uh, Give an answer. Oh, I may have to give you hints because there's very difficult. No, no, you know what? I can give half points. Saved by the Bell took place at Bayside High in L.A. We know that, right? Remember Bayside? Oh, I knew that one. Don't know. Was that common knowledge? (laughs) That's the premise. Bayside uh, Tigers. Before that, there was a prequel show that was at a junior high in... This city, I'm not going to give you that because I'm going to give you a quarter point if you can guess it. This Midwest city, before everybody picked up and moved to L.A. <laughs> it was wild. They all went to junior high in the Midwest and then went to L.A. for high school. What was the name of the show, the teacher, the middle school, or the city that it was in? So I've got a lot of, I got a lot of outs here. Is what you have saying. a lot, you got it, you got You're getting lots of points here. <laughs> Well, I got the Jurassic era. Uh, that got me some points. So, um, so uh, Jesus, is the teacher anyone of note? No, but the name of the teacher is in the name of the show, and the name of the high school is a very famous former assassinated president. That's all I'm giving you. Okay, so well, I mean that that really there's doesn't... a couple options. <laughs> <laughs> most 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 high schools are named after uh, presidents who have been assassinated. <laughs> so there's only been three assassinations. Four? There actually, I think there have been more than that. But anyhow, let's not let's not get into that that trivia at this point. Just name the damn middle school. <laughs> uh, we'll go for Kennedy Middle School. Kennedy, John F. Kennedy School is correct for a quarter point. I was thinking Kennedy or Lincoln. Good job, Andy. 
Um, Name of the show, the teacher, the middle school, or let's go, or the principal. Or the principal. So the, the, the teacher is in the name of the show. Correct. Um, I'm not going to get that. You're not going to get let's, that. And you're saying it's Midwest. Yeah. Pick a, pick a Midwest city. You can get a quarter point. Um, does this Midwest city nope. touch nope. the... No a, more hints. No more hints. Nope. No more hints. What does this city smell like? <laughs> oil. Describe- Motor oil. Um, you got a 50-50 chance on the motor oil hint. Yeah, I know. That's the, the Okay, so we'll go with the more popular one. Let's go for Detroit. Incorrect. It is Indianapolis. Oh, oh, man. Damn it. Good morning, Miss Bliss. Oh, that's right. TV show. Not a lot of people know that. I so. would not have known that. <laughs> All right, Kaysel, congratulations. You won by one quarter point. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Andy, I'll split my quarter of a point with you. We can both have an eighth of a point. Cheers. I, I think this is equivalent to owing you a beer. Yeah. Fair I'll, so I'll take you up on that. I saw you have quite the collection going, so. Um, it, it, the, I had to, I had to, st- I didn't know how to stock for doing this. So I just got a little bit of everything. So yeah, ne- next time we get together, beer's on me. Brian, you're invited too, as long as you're not sick. Or not in town. Because <laughs> I don't I'm one of those. Sure. <laughs> I, I'll, I tell you what, I'll mail you the beer. All right. Fair enough. In town when when uh, Chris and I get together. Fair I enough. Out in her, in her backyard. Or just hold on to it. Hold on to it, and I will uh, pick it up sometime, come through, and we'll have it together. Nice. Awesome. Well, that was a good game. Congratulations, K-Selk, on your huge victory you get a thousand Dustin Diamond. I, w- I just want to say thank you to Dustin Diamond for going to jail <laughs> yeah he got in a fight in a bar and something else like he's been he's been in trouble with the law a couple times but yeah uh, I've seen his mugshot a few times actors. and that's that's what did it for me that's the connection. <laughs> child actors uh sometimes run into <laughs> some problems all right awesome game uh partner what's next all right so we have our mailbag coming up next, which Woo-hoo. is sponsored by Live Love, Paddle Rescue. Oh, Live Love Paddle is back in action. Live Love Paddle is back. Yep, and they're writing the big old checks. So um, Live Love Paddle is uh, open on weekends and doing bat tours um, Saturday night. So um, nine people only, but uh, the bats are out. Awesome. Well, thank you, Live Love Paddle, for sponsoring our mailbag. Yes, they are back. So um, thank you, Live Love Paddle. We have a couple emails here. Um, Andy, you are welcome to chime in if there's a good question and you have a good answer. We're going to ask you to, to fill in. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. Fire away. All righty. Uh, Kesok, you got an email? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Go for it. Um, so this is in reference to last week's Corona cast with Jason. Um, and Jason was the cyclist, the hashtag cycling slut. definitely won the cycling never have I ever game. Um, And um, this reader from Detroit, Uh the other motor oil smelling (laughs) city. This is Charlie from Detroit says something tells me K-Selk and Fonz don't own as many bikes as your guest, Jason. Story checks out. Correct. What is each of your fitness splurge? If it's not bikes. Oh, interesting. 
a good question. All righty. Um, you you want to go first? I don't know. I don't know if I have this answer. Um, I did just buy my really expensive watch, and I think that was my favorite thing on the Fitcast not too long ago. Was my new watch. I don't really like collect anything fitness related. Um, but I do spend a lot of money on like the technology, like power meters and <laughs> yep. watches. And, but those are like expensive things. So it's not like I have multiple of each. It's just they cost a lot of money. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like all those sports, it's all like we're triathlon, like the, the endurance sports, running, biking. Uh-huh. It's all on the bike. All the money is spent on the bike and accessories. Yep. Agreed. So um, I'm going to say technology. Technology. That's a good answer. Um, I am a cheap ass and I refuse to spend money on anything unless I absolutely have to. No, you spend money on experiences. You don't spend money on things. That's true. That's true. So Um, if it were tickets to go out to, I don't know, Moab and go mountain biking, you would buy those tickets in an instant. You just wouldn't buy a brand new mountain bike to go and do it. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't really spend money. I did... Before I came up here, I did the I did buy a new pair of shoes, um, and I did the curbside pickup on the shoes. So that was kind of interesting. Mm, cool. It was good to support a local the local shoe business. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was kind of cool. I just called. I literally called because I saw what they had on inventory. I called. I'm like, here's my credit card. They're like, it'll be ready in 15 minutes. I'm like, cool. And I just drove down there and pulled up and wow. the guy came out and just gave me the box. I had a convertible, right? So he just kind of like dropped it in the car. I'm like, see ya, buddy. So, oh my God. uh, Brian, yeah. what you just described, it makes me think that they had to cook the, cook the shit. Yeah, exactly. Like guys will take 15 minutes. When they put them in the car. 15 minutes to cook and garnish. <laughs> yeah, but we were ready 15 minutes, huh? What are they doing in those 15 minutes? Well, they they a put a warmer in there. They tie the laces for you. That's it. They had to put the laces on. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And run the credit card. <laughs> but yes, that's how I, uh, that, I, I spent all my fitness money is definitely on shoes and um, like the, the flip belts, the, the belts to put around your waist. Like I need those, but uh, I've got three of them, but no, I don't, I don't, I'm kind of opposed to being in the November project. I know like the world is my gym. I don't need a gym membership it's, or weights. You just go out and use your own body and the, the, the city is your playground, right, Andy? You know, the, uh, it's, it's great that you, you have that approach. And Brian, I, I very much am in the same category as you, only because of the, the active things that really interest me. Um, you know, shoes, I just need clothes and cycle those out every so often, like when things start really getting broken down and holes and stuff like that or just get super funky too at the same time. And you can't stand to actually be in your own clothes <laughs> any longer. Um, you know, they're washable. Most, most clothes are washable. <laughs> you know, the, I don't see labels on them. They don't tell me <laughs> what to do exactly. So unless you choose not to wash them, that came up in the Corona cast last week. You that's, can wear them without washing them. That's true. You know, I mean, like if they can't get clean while I'm cleaning myself <laughs> with the clothes on in the shower, then what good are they? That's really, true. They're, not, they're not doing their job. But that, um, <laughs> since uh, since Kevin and I stepped down from leading uh, Chicago, my career path because the the last year that I was leading, I wasn't um, I actually wasn't working. 
but I was working towards the next phase of my life, which was getting into personal training because I, I was having such a good time doing the November project stuff. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I think I wanted to take this past this and make this more of, of what I do just on a daily basis. And so I, I've been finding having a lot of fun using different pieces of equipment. Now that doesn't have to be really expensive stuff, but I'm taking the creativity that we were lucky enough to have to like, how can we make a shit ton of different uh, workouts outside using body weight, using the environment? How can I transpose that into an indoor environment where I actually have more toys to play with? So the things that I've been getting don't necessarily cost that much either. Right. Um, like an agility ladder. That's like a, a $15 item right there that, that allows, just puts another um, tool in, in the box. And, you know, having like a, a, a weighted ball or even creating my own sandbags and stuff like that. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money, but it gives you just more things to be able to play with to challenge yourself mentally and physically, as well as the people that you are working with. You know, the, the, so many different things and having a gym membership is sometimes what really helps to focus some individuals and other people just need the, need someone to help keep them accountable. So it's great to kind of see that, that balance of what people get out of the, those memberships and what, it, what they utilize out of those spaces um, you know, to each their own, but like, yeah, like, it doesn't take much for me to find something uh, to have fun with, to be active with. Uh, but like, you know, I, I'm never going to poo-poo anybody that feels like, you know, they're going to get the best workout that they feel that they can get from an indoor environment at a gym too at the same time. Right. The gyms or the uh, trainer or any of that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. Wow. How about that? All right. Uh, awesome. I, have, I have an email as well. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Okay. So this is an email from uh, Joel McHale. It actually came via Twitter. You know Joel oh, McHale? Oh, Joel McHale. Uh-oh. Okay. So like you're blushing there. I can see you blushing. Please. I have better taste than that. Oh. I prefer my men a bit hairier. <laughs> like Andy, like our guest. Oh, yeah. And I like that stash. <laughs> our our uh, listeners can't see it, but I do like the stash that Andy's got going on, the handlebar stash. Andy, who Especially do you when you do that with it. Oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, baby. Well, funny story about the mustache. Uh, I had, my beard was about sternum level uh, about three weeks ago. So I, I actually hadn't shaved since October. Wow. And I was going to go all the way. So typically for Memorial Day weekend, I am allowed to grow out my beard for three, four months or so. And then I shave it down into weird, wacky designs and stuff like that just for that weekend. But I get together with um, friends to go golfing and, and drink beer. And so, but the coronavirus hit. And so my partner had to be around me a lot more. And the hair was getting everywhere. Ears, eyeballs. Oh, no. like that. And so she pleaded with me one Saturday and she's like, please, would you just... Shave it off. And I, I didn't agree to it. I, I played it off. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. I'll, you know, I'll take care of it next week. Um, and then that morning before she woke up, I shaved it down into said handlebar mustache. So she woke up not knowing what 
happened. <laughs> and it, oh it definitely God. was another shock to this. It took her two to three days to get accustomed to the handlebar mustache. And then she's like, you know what? It's growing on me. I'm like, ooh. Oh, so so you we'll, we'll see it's, how curly it's already this... grown on me. Yeah, it's technically yeah. already grown. <laughs> so now I, I have like mustache, like wax, so I can actually curl it and make it go straight out to the sides and everything. So we'll see how long this has been. This will be allowed to exist. Okay, well, let me just interrupt. There are two things, and then you can finally get on with uh, the with rest my of email the from Joel McHale. So I feel like there are two things that hipster white guys are doing during this pandemic. One of them is making shapes out of their mustache. The <laughs> other one is baking sourdough bread. Sourdough. <laughs> the sourdough starter kits have been all over most podcasts. One of, one of our good, good friends that all three of us know, uh, Jeff Pan, Who's up in? I think he's a resident of Madison now. He's in Madison. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's um, in Madison. I, he, I remember seeing over the last six plus weeks that that has been a project of his is developing the perfect sourdough, you know, starter and everything. And it, well, apparently, I, apparently, there's a run on yeast now, like in stores. Like you can't get toilet paper or yeast. Yeah, I already have it. Do you want? Do you want some of our starter? We can give it to you. I don't know if you've ever done this, but like everyone's like. You have to feed your yeast all week, and then, like, after a week, you've just spent, like, hours and tons of money just you to make a loaf of bread. Put it in the fridge. Come on. Well, I know, but that doesn't mean you don't have to feed it every day. You have to feed your yeast every day. No, you don't. Not if it's in the fridge. Then it just slows down. You can keep it without feeding it in the fridge. No, I don't know how this You works. know you're a hipster if you've named your starter. <laughs> Can I get back to my Joel McHale yes, email? anyways. <laughs> Joel McHale from Greendale says, the best sport movie, sports movie of all time is... Oh, my God. We're still doing this? Well, Joel McHale piped in. We're not going to turn him down. Okay. We don't get a lot of famous emails. Uh, okay. The best sports movie of all time is Caddyshack. Oh, that's a good one. It is a good one. That counts as a sports movie. Golf is a sport. Andy, does that count as a sports movie? I grew up watching that one. That I, I would, I would agree with that I, I do a lot of golfing myself. Well, when, when it's appropriate. I, what do you think? You think Tolly thinks that this is a uh, sports movie? I don't. I think Tolly is gonna immediately shoot that down. But Tolly <laughs> is wrong a lot, and he's wrong now. So fair enough. Yeah, that we had this discussion, Andy. If you haven't heard this running uh, discussion, that we have to define sports movie and. Uh, we're having a difficulty deciding what's a sports movie, and uh, I don't know. Caddyshack, I would say, is a sports movie, but not everybody would. I, the, yeah. Since there is a actual competition, I would say that it does should qualify as a sports movie, and it's the central theme in that movie among many weird themes in that. All right, fair enough. Then it is a sports movie. I agree. Awesome. All righty. What a good, uh, well, that was a good email. That was a good, that was a good mailbag. What's well, that? shall we move on to our favorite things? Oh, I love my favorite things. It is my favorite thing always. It is my favorite thing. So this is still brought to us by Good Speed Cycles. They are still in business. And actually, if you want to get your bike serviced by Good Speed Cycles, they are doing socially distanced bike service. Meet them in the parking lot or drop off your bike. They are running at about a two-week wait right now. 
which is wonderful news if you're a small business, not good news if you need your bike fixed. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> Very true. Um, thank you, Goodspeed, for sponsoring us. Um, I will go first. Okay. So my favorite thing is an audiobook that I just read. Okay. And I, I exclusively do audiobooks. Audiobooks could be my favorite thing. But um, I, I wasn't expecting a lot out of this audiobook. It was an autobiography. And the person that wrote it is not someone that I particularly admired or even thought was like super funny. But now I have a newfound respect for this person and it's Amy Schumer. Oh, good. Oh. And, you know, if you would have asked me, like, what do you think about Amy Schumer? I'd be like, she's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with her, but I don't really love her. And then after reading her audiobook, she is an amazing human. She stands up for a lot of really important political issues like women's rights and gun control. She, I work in the disability field. She totally gets the disability community. And she just has a really realistic perspective on everything. So and being a human being. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I've seen that from her and she does, uh, she does a lot of good work, not only in comedy, but acting as well. Yes. And she, you know, she produced her own movie. She's producing her own TV show. Like she's a really awesome person. And I did not recognize it until I read that book. So I'm really glad that I did. And mm-hmm. she's fucking awesome. All right. Amy Schumer, favorite yeah. things. We're going to put that in the category of, Actors and actresses. Okay, cool. Yeah, not sports related at all. In nope. fact, I don't think she 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 does work out, but I don't think she would consider herself a fitness enthusiast. Probably fair. Um, I have mine, but we always give our guests a chance. Do you need more time, or do you have your favorite thing, Andy? No, no, no. It, it's definitely at the focal point of the the quarantine as well. Is one of my favorite things, and you guys both know this and have encountered this from me is hugs oh and it's it's definitely like i i I find early on the first like month of doing this um i've been around a few more people because the the quarantine definitely was a little slow rolling you know it was the Hmm. so i was still around quite a few people the first couple weeks but we were we were definitely acknowledging like hey like I've, I've turned over all of my coworkers to huggers, uh, whether they thought they were or not, but like, that was <laughs> that would be how we would greet each other. And as you guys know too, like there's a lot of contact that I, I enjoy in my life with other people. So, um, it's definitely something that like, I knew it was going to affect me and whether it was going to be like a really emotional, um, you know, connection or, or, you know, just missing that. I've got plenty of like great contact and, you know, my, my partner and I, we hug on a daily basis and we need that from each other too. Um, But I've definitely had like these moments of like thinking about what that first other hug is going to feel like. Yeah. And like the, the emotions and stuff like that just come like way, like just waves and waves and, you know, holding that, whoever that individual is, you know, the, I can feel that I can, you know, make that connection and I'm looking forward to it. It doesn't, it doesn't make me sad. It makes me look forward to it. It doesn't make me anxious um, or pine for the past. And, and like, this is just kind of the day and age that we live in. And I'm okay with that. And I want to respect everyone's, 
You know, the, everyone's going through a different form of anxiety right now. And when we kind of come out of this, it's going to be a slow roll. So those people that want that kind of contact, I will definitely be that person to be there a part of that. And if they're not quite ready to, to do that, then, you know, we'll, we'll just take as much time as it needs. But the, the respect and the anticipation from that, like, I can't wait for that to happen. I'm really look for, looking forward to those, those first hugs. I remember my first time going to November Project Chicago. I ran there from my house. I wasn't too far. Maybe I biked. I don't remember. But I show up and I got, there was this weird guy wearing pajama pants and he just gave me a big old hug. And I was like, holy shit, this place is for me. It was Andy Watt. Thanks, buddy. You made me feel welcome and made me feel very happy and part of the community. Yeah, the, I, you're, you and, and our friend Mitch are some of the best people to hug because you guys are exceptionally tall human beings. Oh, I thought you were going to say big. I was going to be like, you call me fat. No. <laughs> Definitely both very tall people. I agree. The, um, and the, I always love getting up on my toes. Cause I, I mean, I'm not a short person. I'm 5'10", 5'11". <laughs> so I, I feel like the, the best thing to do for people of your height that, that are always taller than me is I'm like, I will always come up to you because the the people that are always taller are used to coming down. Yeah, we're always leaning over. Yep. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, let 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 me meet you and try to get as close to your level as possible because In your space. Like, that makes it that much more special for me is when I have to like reach. And same thing with people that are smaller, I will get down and squat down and make sure that I go under the arms of the person that's shorter and bring that in. And pull them in. They're, they're always used to like people coming down or like you know leaning over them. So I always try to get as close to head-to-head level on any individual as I can. Wow. I want to do my favorite thing is Andy Watt, even though that's not what I've written down. I want to do that too. I take it back, Amy Schumer. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. Trust me. I'll pick Joel McHale. What the hell? Let's just close this out. I'll do Joel McHale now. (laughs) Oh, that would be a fun party to go with, huh? Um, But all right. So on the hug thing, I'm going to come back to a – sort of a what if thing that is a real thing, but I want to do my favorite thing first. So I'm going to do that. Uh, My favorite thing is actually a Facebook post from our friend Anya. You know, our friend Anya. Yes. And uh, she, she uh, did a little post here and I've stolen it and I've stolen it and I've passed it around and I love it so much because there's a lot of confusion as to uh, how a virus spreads and what COVID-19 means. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, she did a post, I stole it, and uh, here it is. I'm going to read it. COVID explained in gay terms. Okay, by the way, she stole this from me. Oh, what? Well, She stole this from me, and I stole this from my cousin. All right, I don't know who started this. Andy, have you seen this one yet or no? Uh, Yes, I have. I don't know if I hit like anybody. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it to everybody so that everybody can hear it, and then uh, we can all laugh. COVID explained in gay terms. You and 10 friends are in your apartment getting ready for the pride parade. One has glitter. How many end up with glitter on them? 17 is the correct answer. (laughs) 17 is correct. (laughs) It's true because even people that you're not getting ready with, so all the people you're getting ready with have glitter. Clearly. But 
you're at the pride parade. You're just you by yourself. You have no glitter on you. You come home with glitter. And two people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it spreads. You're in close contact with other people. And, and it glitter. sticks. It's not like, it's not like, oh, I hug somebody with glitter and I brush myself off. No, it doesn't work that way. It's stuck inside your nose yeah. and in your mm-hmm. mouth and in your ears and in your November project. Oh, mouth. Yeah. Andy, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, I, I agree. Like I, I've been the recipient of lots of glitter in my life, and I can attest it. It takes years. Like you, once you have it, you're you got it, and, and and then you also get it. Yeah, and you weren't even part of it in the first place, and you're just at a parade, and all of a sudden, someone else has uh, got glitter on you because someone else had glitter on them, and you're just the a carrier. Wonderful episode. So I am going to combine the the. The last two favorite things, both the hugs and the uh, glitter favorite things, into a hypothetical that is actually not hypothetical. And I want to get your reactions on this. And, and our listeners, by the way, fitcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Tell us what you think. But uh, here's a hypothetical that isn't so hypothetical. Let's say you have quarantined yourself for 14 days, all right? You have had no contact with anybody at all. On the 14th day, because you have taken a COVID test earlier, you find out that you are negative. You take the test, you're negative. On the 14th day, what do you do? Because you... Make out with everybody. Just go out and make out with people, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick my tongue right between your teeth. <laughs> gross. Super gross. Gross. Because that's something that... I'm going hey, to host a beer tasting. I'm, I'm going to Andy's beer tasting. <laughs> everybody can come over. We're going to beer taste. We're going to grill out. We're going to have meat products and non-meat products as well. V- 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 vegan, vegan grilling and meat grilling. Two different grills. I think I might be in that spot this Monday. So I, I, because I took my test, I haven't got my results. And as of this next Monday, it'll be 14 days since I've even been to a grocery store. Um, and I will have my test. And if I'm positive, that's awesome because my symptoms are gone and I'm positive and I don't. As long as you're three, as long as you're seven days since the symptoms started and three days post fever. Oh, which is fine. No, that, that's fine. Like if, if yeah. I'm positive, I'm just going to hunker down, right? Like, yeah and hang out and my symptoms are pretty much gone. So I can, uh, and I don't think I had a fever, but, um, but if I'm negative, I am truly negative, right? Because you never know if you're negative. Like you guys don't know if you're actually negative right now. Right. right. No. In fact, I'm pretty sure I might've had it. I'm, I'm guessing that I might've had it like early, 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 early on. on. Yeah. Right. Right. When we quarantined, I was sick over the weekend and I found out I was exposed to somebody later. So that 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 may have been. I am in the spot where next Monday I will either have been positive or tested positive, in which case I'm just going to quarantine for another couple of weeks, which is fine, or negative, which means I'm actually negative. And I think I think I might just take a day and just do everything. Like I don't have any hair, so I'm not going to get a haircut, but I get a pedicure and like I could go like hug my dad, right? Like I could do that. Um, and then after, after like going to parties and pedicures and all that stuff, come back and then re-quarantine myself for a couple of weeks, because at that point you don't know if I picked it up, but at, 
at that specific day, I'm actually negative. So um, I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna. I'm not know how it's gonna play out, but it's an interesting uh, spot. So emailers, please send us a please send us a message. Ksoundfrontsfitcast at gmail.com. I got it Boom. right. Boom. Awesome. Thank you. So you guys would have parties, huh? Oh, absolutely. Well, Kristen's going to be at my party making out with with everybody. 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 Yeah. Beer tasting. Yeah. Um, first, I'm going to come up to you, and I'm going to act like I'm ready to make out with you. I'm going to drink a sip of your beer. I'm going to steal it, and then I'll make out with you. I will be not surprised, but still shocked. <laughs> that's possible. Well, and if your wife gets mad, I'll just make out with her, too. You know, I think that's the best way to, like, I've heard that's the best way to, to smooth over any situation, All is right, just well. make out with that individual. I'm not going to be going to that party, but you guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andy, I, really, got- I won't make out with anybody, I'll be honest with you, but it's just a funny <laughs> thing to think about doing. Well, and you can't, like, do everything. It's not like I'm going to be, like, grabbing people's hands and making them infect each other. But, like, at that point, I'm not infecting anybody. And if I get infected, I'm just going to re-quarantine myself, and that's fine, like. I have the ability to re-quarantine myself after my day of debauchery. Oh, show. So. Here's a hypothetical question, actually. Would you Uh rather... This is a game we played two weeks ago, but uh, go ahead. So this is very much coronavirus related, directly related. Um, Would you rather test negative or would you rather test positive that you have the, uh, the antibodies already in your system? Oh, of course. Oh, antibodies. Is that even a question? So it basically means that you were either asymptomatic or you had been sick and got it. And then that, because those are the only possibilities right there. We we were quarantining. We were fine. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't have to go. You don't know how I wash my hands, girl. (laughs) I would, I would. All right. So I would probably pay. Now, right now, because I want to see my dad. Like, my dad's birthday is Monday, and it's Memorial Day, so I kind of want to see – I really want to see him. But if I don't get my test results by Monday morning, I won't be able to do that because (coughs) I've been coughing, right? Yeah. So – but if I get negative, then I'm absolutely 100% going. But absent that, I would probably pay a couple thousand dollars to – have the antibodies right now like have someone inject you with them well just to have them just to be like you know what i don't i've got this extra immunity that most of the rest of the planet doesn't have so what you're asking for is a vaccine which (laughs) a large portion of a a large portion of the population is saying they will refuse to get and you are literally saying you will pay thousands of dollars for it yes exactly and the other side of the well the other thing that you are saying is you're you're willing to take the children with chickenpox method and have someone with the virus rub themselves all over you. <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. I'll make out with him if I have it. Except <laughs> kidding, that. Except that. Except that the mortality rate of a uh, person my age and character is much lower than a child with chickenpox. Yeah, this that's is really true. true. It's very, different. very true. We'd rather have you around. Yeah, you, you, we, I, I, please do not go into a hospital 
and uh, and just walk around without a mask on. Actually, yeah, I'll be like, I'll be a nurse with no PPEs. Just be like, ooh, I can help you out here. <laughs> you, well, you don't want to give them something else. If I'll you give have, them like, the mouth. <laughs> what if you have something else you don't want to give it? I'll be a I'll be a human ventilator. You don't need no ventilator. I got this covered. <laughs> we all just want to make out with people now. <laughs> no, but I would really love to. And like I said, I I don't necessarily want to do it now because I do want to go and and visit my dad on his birthday and the holiday. But um, if it weren't for that, I would definitely I want to be tested positive. I want I want the results to come back positive because I know that if it was this cough that I've had and my cough is 99% gone, might as well have the antibodies. Yep. Agreed. Also because I wouldn't, you know, in the last 14 days, I haven't really seen anybody or by the time I get the results, I will not have seen anybody for 14 days. So I know that I couldn't have been a spreader. So. Yep. Agreed. It's a, Agreed. it's a, it's a unique spot, but I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy I'm there and I hope I get that call right now. My phone is not ringing right now. I'll, I'll call you. Okay, cool. Uh, Andy, you have anything coming up? Any races? You got your challenge with uh, Kevin Waz. Yeah, I got that, got that coming up. And, um, and then November Project Dallas, um, they had a, a challenge, which is really ridiculous. And I'm kind of, I kind of enjoy ridiculous challenges. It is that I still have to finish by the end of this month, which is to lunge a mile. Oh. oh, didn't Avi Jansen do that? We Avi, need to tag him Avi did it, and he was he was not happy that he did it. <laughs> <laughs> so you take you. So you have an entire month to lunge a mile. Well, no, it's well, it's you're doing it all in one, one all in mile. one go, all in one go. Oh. So I I've just not done it yet. So I, I will do it. But I I got to tell you, like my body's built for lunging. You know, the, it's not these boots are made for walking. These boots are made for lunging. This body's made for lunging, and that's just what he'll do. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, there was a poker player, Antonio Esfandiari, if anybody knows him. We'll take him in this, too. Um, someone bet him, gave him, bet him. They said they would, uh, I think it was a, just a straight bet, like $10,000. Uh, it was a weekend, an entire weekend, like a full Friday, full Saturday, full Sunday poker tournament. And everywhere he went for the entire weekend, he had to lunge. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, I mean, they- you could drive and whatever. But, like, if you're – He had to lunge to his car. You had to lunge to your car. You had to lunge to your poker table. You had to play poker sitting down, obviously, so you get your rest. But then if you had to pee, you had to lunge to the bathroom and lunge back for an entire weekend. He's in, he's never appeared to be like a guy that's either in shape or not in shape. He's kind of got a, a really mysterious physique, slender, long. Yeah, that, that would be difficult for anybody, really. I think he's pretty strong. I think he's a pretty strong guy. Like you're right, he's tiny. He's like he's not muscular, but I think he's uh, I think he's pretty fit. But anyhow, I think he did it most of the weekend, and then he ended up buying out. But. Uh... Imagine lunging. Yeah, it was a poker tournament. So you're sitting down most of the day, but like, here's the problem with the poker tournament is that those breaks are only like 20 minutes and everybody runs to the bathroom as soon as the break starts. So he's lunging. He won't be running to the bathroom. He'll be lunging. (laughs) He'll be lunging. He'll be the last one to and from the bathroom and miss a few hands. So, um, 
but yeah, that was, uh, that was a, one of the, you know, those poker players do those ridiculous prop bets. Oh yeah. So, uh, well, Andy, good luck. Let us know, uh, if you, uh, succeed in your one mile lunge. Uh, when I do it, I will, uh, I will tag you guys in the, in the aftermath of me needing to get scooped up off the ground. All right. K-Salk, you and I will bet right now, a hundred live, love paddle points. Um, what is the over under on how long it will take Andy to do his one mile lunch? And you can either, we get, let's Chinese auction it. So you can, uh, if you remember how this works, you say the time I will either take the under or reset the line. I'm going to say 21 minutes. I will say, Andy, you can't be, you can't be giving us hints here. I'll say 25 minutes. Okay. What the fuck? Okay, Salk, are you taking the under or are you resetting the line? No, I'm taking the under. Under 25 minutes. Okay. Do you know how fast Avi finished his in? No. No. 36. 36 minutes? Oh, wow. 36 minutes. Well, then. That was fast. (laughs) Yeah. That's why, that's why I picked 25. I figured. Okay, no, 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 now I've right. got a goal to shoot for rather than just trying to finish it. Now I've got to die while doing it. <laughs> we expect nothing less of you. Thanks for being on the FitCast. I think regular walking takes 20 minutes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, but but that, I, think I, could, I think I could do it in under 25 minutes. Okay, well, there you go. I'll win another 100 Live Love Paddle points oh, on that shit. one. Oh, <laughs> shit. What did I just get into? <laughs> oh, awesome. K-Sog, you got any races coming up? What do you got coming up? Um, Every race has been canceled. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my Ironman is going to be canceled. I will give you guys details on my DIY Ironman next week because that will likely be what is happening. Is You're doing your DIY well, when my race officially gets canceled, I'm saying "fuck you, COVID," and I'm going to do my own Ironman because. So you are, but you are all trained and ready to go in the next week. I mean, no, not in the next week. I will find out if it's canceled in the next week, and then I will have two months to train for it. I've okay. been training for it, but I will have two additional months before I actually do it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's uh. That's fair. Well, I hope uh, I hope the best for you. Either it happens, or in the likely chance of not happening, you're not going to have a chip. We can't. There's not going to be. I'm not getting text messages. No, but you can come. You can come by, or we can uh, text you. Okay. Some some photos. <laughs> well, are you ready to keep up this quarantine funds? Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah!